0: Thanks for joining us. My name is Scott Letty, and I'm here with Jonathan Weibel, and we're just going to be having some uh, conversation and reaction to Pastor Dan's most recent uh, video talking about uh, the reality of just asking for more, asking God for more, uh, more of his presence, more of his grace, more of his power uh, to, to live on mission, to see change, to see the kingdom be built. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about together. Okay. Thanks for being here, Jonathan. So let me just open up maybe by asking, you know, after you watched the video, kind of listening through what uh, Pastor Dan was sharing, was there any, anything specific that stood out or a thought that came to mind?
1: I think The biggest thing, Scott, that stood out to me was the ridiculousness of the vision. The 2030 vision, The 2030 vision, to see the number of Christ followers doubled by 2030, that's a big, big ask, and to see an epic release of leaders by 2030. That's a little bit of a ridiculous vision, right? And it's like, when you think about that, I think of it as, well, that's impossible. But the truth of the matter is, we serve the God of the impossible. Um, because of Him, He can make it possible, and it it's going to take a move of God in order for for that to happen. I know, like Dan, a couple times in the video said he kind of wanted to soften those yeah, numbers, yep. and I, I get, I have that like temptation too to soften that, soften those numbers. But to me, that was like. Um, that's a that's a god-sized dream that only God can do again it's a move of the spirit and yeah. not things that we do although we're involved in it so. Yeah
0: well and he referenced uh you know I think it was Henry Blackaby who kind yeah. of said like, "Hey, if I feel like God's called me to do something that I could do in my own power, I'm at the point now where I, I kind of assume that probably wasn't God. He, you know, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't give you stuff that you can do on your own." And he even shared the story of Gideon, where it's right. like, "Well, you know, it started off like, oh man, this is a hail mary,' yeah. and then God <laughs> just kind of kept backing the numbers down until it was like, 'Oh, this is impossible.' Like, well, this this is impossible. Like, three hundred people can't take on that size of an army, and that was kind of the whole point. It's like, well, let me let me get you to a place." where you realize that when this happens, it had to have been me. Right. You, you, you can't take the credit. Yeah. I do think that is, that is the 2030 it's a vision. It's
1: numbers problem, right? Yeah. I think he said, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So as, as uh, you know, kind of Dan was talking about asking for more, you know, even in the last video – uh, we were you know I was here with Stacy we were kind of chatting about some of the areas that we see God at work you know one of the things that we had talked about was um, you know a, a fresh hunger for people to live on mission yeah. uh, and you and I we, we both spend uh, a good bit of our time you uh, me half time you primarily uh, exclusively kind of in the area of front yard mission and really trying to motive, you know uh, get some momentum behind this movement of loving your neighbors moving out in right. love towards the people that God's placed you around and so you know in the context of asking for more and that was one of the things that Stacy and I talked about, where we're seeing some momentum there, you know, people are starting to, to pick it up, but but asking for more, praying for more. What, what does that look like for you in the context of front yard mission?
1: So when I think about that, the thing that I pray the most about is um, the great commandment idea to love God and love neighbor. It's it's a two sided coin. You can't have one without the other. Um, but I I ask God for more um, more hunger for him, right? Like, uh, more confession of our sin, more seeking of him, more prayer, um, for myself, but for the body of Christ at Calvary and in our city. And, um, I also pray the other side of that, that we would love our neighbor more and be more intentional. I think that's a big key to our mission is first of all, love God or Prayer is the most primary thing, but intentionality is really important. So, like Scott, like I mean, you've known me for a long time now. You know when I get into a room, I'm not the, I'm never have been the smartest guy in the room. I think you could uh, maybe even said that about me a few times.
0: I certainly have not, but, <laughs> but anyway.
1: But where I beat most people out in is intentionality. Yeah, and I think that's. Where that's really important, is that when we step outside our door, we realize this is our mission field, like our neighborhood is our mission field. When we step outside, um, you know, we're praying for our neighbors and we're looking for ways to intersect with them. So yeah. that's, like, I don't do a lot of things well, but that's probably one one of the things I can, like, say with confidence.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate that thought of just, you know, because sometimes... Well, I, I think you'll get what I'm saying here. Sometimes, like, when you, when you think about praying for more, um, you could almost, or maybe it's just me, you could almost kind of, like, over-spiritualize it, you know? And, and really, it's like, well, you know, but it is a spiritual thing, like, intentionality— to to move out and love towards your neighbors and to try to build connections and relationship with your neighbors. That is an area where it's like, yeah, let's pray for more, more intentionality uh, in the, in the hearts of of the men and women who are apprenticing Jesus, who are following Jesus, more intentionality to carry Christ with them Mm -hmm. into their workplace, into their neighborhoods, into the communities, into their, their neighborhoods. I, I I like that a lot. I think for me, one of the things that uh, there's actually a scripture that kind of stood out. It's in uh, John, um, chapter 14, verse 12, it's one where Jesus says, like, you know, um, very truly I tell you, you know, all these kind of like amazing things I've been doing, you're, you're going to do them too, and, and, and to an even greater extent. And, and so whenever I think about that, I'm just like, all right, so whenever I want to pray for more, it's kind of like, all right, Lord, we we need more of your uh, power. We need more of your presence. And I think even as the church, we need more faith to believe that statements like that are true, that, that every single one of us, not just the senior pastor, not just the staff, not just the that one person who's lived on the mission field for 20 years and just seems like they're unbelievably righteous. So far down the road, you could never touch them. But it's like for every single one of us, as a child of God as an ambassador of Christ he wants to use us to make an eternal kingdom impact in our neighborhoods and so for more of that kind of mentality and faith i guess to kind of you know take root in, in my heart but also you know in the hearts of like you said the church across the city
1: yeah right and when i guess it was 2000 yeah 2019 or 20 Um, I spent my last days as they let me pastor a church at one point. I don't know if you knew that. Um, and well, it's easier when you're the one that starts it. Yeah, right. That's right. (laughs) That's the only churches I can pastor the ones that I (laughs) start. But, uh, yeah. So like my last sermon at center church in, and I'd heard Dan talk about the 2030 vision. I was part of city church and still am. Um, the idea of, you know, doubling the number of Christ followers by 2030 and having an epic release of leaders. Um, we adopted that at Center Church as kind of like our mission as well. And so we talked about it a lot at Center Church. And then my last Sunday there, um, I kind of had a mic drop moment. I literally dropped the mic and walked off. The nice. St- walked off. Um, yeah, because like I'm all about drama. Yeah. Um, so I just said, um, if we are going to see a revival in the Center region, we're going to see it two ways. We're going to see a revival of prayer when people get serious about prayer and repentance and a revival of neighboring. That's that's the way at least my mind sees it is how it's going to happen. Um, how God's been downloading it to me is those, those two pathways of prayer and neighboring and those working together. So it's pretty exciting yeah. to think about. But we like, we, you know, Dan talked about the Gideon story and the numbers. It's a numbers game. Um, but in order for like tipping points to happen, we need about 10% of the population to become really serious about something, right? About a vision, a mission, yep. a goal. And so we're not looking for everybody, we're looking for those 10% of of Christ followers who Jesus apprentices who want to go after it. Yeah. Who wanna go after prayer and who want to go after front air mission and neighboring. So
0: Yeah, and have that same we need more. We want more kind of cry on their hearts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well one of the one of the things too I wanted to just take a few minutes to touch on was um, you know, Dan talked about the Seawow dream. You know, uh, and and it plays out in a lot of different ways. I mean, he mentions you know it's a great movement of prayer, just like you're talking about a great movement of prayer taking place. It's life transformation. It's it's the restoration and nurturing of families and marriages. It's it's uh, seeing the next generation come to Christ. It's it's people moving out in love towards their neighbors. It's the twenty thirty vision. All of those things. So you know, I guess what I'm kind of hearing from you because one of the questions I wanted to ask was, um, you know, in your personal life. Or, or maybe, in, you know, in your personal area of ministry, um, what is your kind of chief, your primary, you know, see-well dream, ask, where are you asking for more? Personally or, or in the context of your ministry, where's your primary, this is where I'm asking God to do more?
1: So every meeting I go into now, every time I interact or have a possible interaction with a neighbor, I am asking the Spirit of God to live in me. In those moments, so that when I walk into a room, I can change the atmosphere. Not yeah. because of me, not because of Jonathan, but because of the Spirit of God in me. So that's kind of where I'm praying for more. I, I, I want more of the Holy Spirit in my life, you yeah. know? Um, and so I, I would say that would be a really specific area. Um, on my way here, I prayed, Lord, Holy Spirit, fill me so that. I can change the atmosphere in a yeah, good way. You like know? that, yeah. So that's that's one really specific way that I'm trying to live church without walls. You know, that's when we talk about seawall. That's what we're talking about church without walls. Not just that particular Sunday that Calvary. Um, we specifically yeah. focus on that. It's it's a bigger concept than that. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and it's and it's funny that that seawall church without walls dream. Um, that kind of, for me, like, where am I asking you know God to do more? Um, you know, it's it's kind of in the context of see it's in the context of front yard mission. You know, and I've I've talked to you about this before, as far as you know, kind of praying for my neighborhood, my community. One of the the primary ways I pray is that God would remove the walls. You right. know, that God would remove the walls between my neighbors and Him. Uh, that God would right. remove the walls between me and my neighbors, and my neighbors and one another, uh, so yeah. that we can really kind of experience some authentic, you know, biblical. Christian community, even if yeah. even if they're not Christians, I think they can still experience what real Christian community is supposed to kind of look like and start to get a taste. And I think there's something about that that, you know, realize it or not, draws you towards the heart of Christ. So, uh, you know, there's been so much division, so much disunity inside yeah. the church, outside the church. Um, so, you know, just asking God to do more in the area of just removing walls and and kind of knitting hearts together. Yeah, has been I love that. I've
1: like since you told me that probably about a year ago. I've been using that in my prayer life, you know the yeah. breaking down of walls, and that's been really important. One of the things to go back to the sea, wow what is what does a city look like that um where the Holy Spirit is moving? you know we can look at like a passage or two in the Old Testament about the Holy Spirit um flowing like a river from the throne room of God down to the city and it's, I think it's a revelation as well, and how I see um the city changing once people really begin to be in step with the Holy spirit is whatever the river touches, it changes. Right. Like, um, I think of like orphans are going to find their homes when the river runs through the city and it makes the city glad, you know, art is going to become more hopeful. Um, we're going to be better neighbors. Um, Jesus is going to be glorified in the city when the river runs through it, and right. so that's kind of like my hope is. I'm. I think about that a lot. Kind of the.
0: Yeah, you. I love that because it's 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 now. Yeah. It's right. not just like well, you know, when yeah. we die or when we when, when Jesus comes back, but it's like well, no, it's you know, asking yeah. God for more. Yeah. Is asking for for more of the kingdom now yeah. in our neighborhoods, more more healthy marriages, yeah, healthy families, asking, yeah. you know, all that stuff yeah. now, and it's it's tangible, it's real life, it's yeah. I mean,
1: when the river touches those things, they. They become whole, you know, yeah. healing. And one of the other things I was going to say is, you know, like not too long ago, I guess it was like February eighth or whatever. There was kind of like a revival breaking out at Asbury um, Seminary, which I'm I've been there many times, and and um, but it didn't come out. I don't think the the revival with the students and with the with the community came out of nowhere. In fact, I'm good friends with um, someone who's been praying for years. uh, Once a week, I think she goes with a bunch of other ladies, and she prays for has been praying for revival on the campus and in Mm. Wilmore, Kentucky. Um, She's been doing that for years. Yeah, um, with and like it. It takes us planting the seed now in prayer so that we can sow a harvest later. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the things that Dan had kind of closed out his his video with, well, I think it was even kind of a specific ask for us was one of his favorite prayers from Scripture, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, I think it's verses 14 to 21, right. but it's a very um, asking God for more prayer, yeah. more 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 wisdom, more knowledge of your love, more, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so you had said, yeah. you know, maybe we even kind of close our time yeah, together just by, that. by kind of reading that as a prayer uh, over all of us, so. Yeah,
1: let's read it. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of the glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through the Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.
0: I love that. I specifically love that. It's like, hey, I want you to know the love of God that's beyond knowing. Yeah. And I want you to be filled with the fullness of God. Like two things are like that, both those, it's impossible. And then the very next thing is now to him who can do immeasurably more yeah. than even what we've asked to imagine. So good. Well, thank you guys so much for giving us some time today. Love you, and uh, we'll catch you next time.